Have you ever said to yourself, holy crap, how they do that? On this podcast, we talk with and about people doing amazing things they never thought possible. Let's go. Welcome back. And uh, we're here today with Craig Richard, a uh, gentleman that we uh, had an um, amazing uh, chance to get to know. And uh, he's a musician and uh, an outdoor adventurist and all around great guy. Is that, is that a pretty fair um, thing? Yeah, Craig? I like it. The, the two word descriptors, the third one's a compliment. So I'll take that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, Craig, we met you sitting outside the Mate Factor. Factor in Savannah. There's a cheap plug for them. And, uh, and quickly just started seeing all the different aspects. But I want to start with maybe the most exhilarating part first, although the music and the other ranks right up there as well. Can you give us a thumbnail sketch of going to hike and how you almost died? Sure. Um, well, I was technical rock climbing, which is a step up from regular hiking. And um, back in 2006, my, my cousin Ken and I were training to climb the most famous climb in the world, which is El Capitan in California. And our last test piece was in the Black Canyon of Western Colorado. Basically, on our first day of climbing a thousand feet up, I, I took a fall, had a very unlucky injury, shattered my right leg. Ouch. Yeah. Now you're climbing with ropes. Yeah. Yeah. We have safety equipment, ropes and harnesses, correct? Thankfully, right? <laughs> Of course, yeah, we, we would never solo climb without equipment. But, but the thumbnail view that you gave, um, I watched a video, uh, it was, uh, it, uh, they did a, I guess you'd call it a reenactment for a show, right? Yep, yep, yeah, it was featured on the Discovery Channel's Got Home Alive program. <laughs> and that really, that really labeled it well, Got yeah. Home Alive. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that doesn't give you a cut, that's not a spoiler alert. I don't know what is. Um, but I was telling uh, Craig this before we we hit the record button today that when I watched that, I literally could feel the pain of every step he was taking. I could feel it into my bone marrow. That's how painful watching this. For was. those of us who are listening, we'll put the link to the YouTube in the show notes. Absolutely. And, but, but Craig, so you, I mean, and, and I know Doc asked for a thumbnail view, but you went to go up, you had to go down. Right? Uh, correct. Yeah. Because we were in a Canyon after the injury, we had to descend 1000 feet back into the, the depths of the Canyon and then make this incredibly difficult hike out. But at that point I had a shattered leg as well. And, and basically the, the bone broke and then it slid alongside of each other, right? Uh, yeah, I had a break in three different parts of my leg. Um, I'd never oh. broken a bone. So I think what you're referring to is when we finally reached the ground and I tried to test my leg to see if I could walk on it. And it basically separated for a second time. It was pretty excruciating, yeah. <laughs> I did that as a teenager and you will never forget the pain that, that comes from trying to step on something like that. Like, whoa. Sure. <laughs> so Craig, this is between, below, below the knee, right? Correct, yes. 
So you get down to the bottom, then you got to go another thousand foot up. How in the world? Well, that's what this segment's called. Holy crap, how'd they do that? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, I'm glad to talk to you guys today because this is an element that's not highlighted in some of the more dramatic retellings of the story. Um, physically speaking, my, my cousin and I made a very simple brace with what we had, um, just some webbing and a big log basically. And then I had to crawl on my hands and knees for about three miles uh, through the night. Um, we got lost many times because all we could see was with our headlamps, uh, crawling through big bushels of poison ivy all night long, out of food, out of water. But the thing that really, I believe, saved our lives was our attitude. Um, my cousin and I were like brothers, and we were actually horsing around quite a lot through this, this hellacious crawl out. You know, he kept making jokes like, you're never going to get a date again now that you're a cripple. And you, know, you, you should try out for uh, Gollum in the next Lord of the Rings, you know, things like that. And, so, um, yeah. They do say laughter is the best medicine, but I don't know that you would agree at the time, probably. So how were well, you thinking this? Was it helping you? Uh, you know, it, it's one of those things that when it was happening, I didn't realize how powerful it was. It was just our go-to. But in retrospect, looking back, I believe that's one of the key elements that saved our lives is that whenever we met a new uh, roadblock in getting out, we rather than saying, well, that's it was just, okay, what's next? And on top of that, as I mentioned, just keeping this levity in the situation allowed us to not sink into the darkness, but always see a silver lining and everything and just keep moving. Wow, that's good. You know, like, yeah. If you're not, if you don't laugh, you cry, right? So you might as well laugh. How many hours did it take to do that thousand foot climb out of the canyon? Uh, from the time that I broke my leg, the self rescue was eighteen hours. Oh boy. Yeah. And what would have that? I mean, what would that route or what did that route take pre breakage? Can you say that again? How, how long would that, how long did it take you to get to where you got? If you wouldn't have, wouldn't have broken your leg, how long would it have been normally to get out? Oh, uh, we had another 800, 1,000 feet of climbing to, to finish. And it probably would have taken us another six hours or so to get to the top of the canyon. But I mean, um, to work your way backwards. So if you work your way backwards, if you're on the, on the floor of the canyon and hiking out, how long would that take? Well, part of the, the, the wildness of this story is you're not meant to hike out of the canyon. This hike to get in is rappelling down over big cliffs. It's going down on your, on your butt through scree fields, which is basically loose rock and gravel. So going up that is just almost unthinkable, but you have no choice if you have an accident. Yeah. So how, how do you harness this for everyday life? 
Yeah, um, I shared with Lauren a, a quote that, uh, quote me if you've never heard it before, and then don't shoot me if it's somebody else's. So I'm not sure <laughs> if I'm going to that. And uh, the quote is that we don't see the world as it is, but we see the world as we are. And what that means to me is that this experience really taught me that my attitude about what I'm presented with completely dictates the outcome. Um, and I'm not a master at this. I'm doing my homework every single day, but I continue to realize that if I meet something with optimism, then generally I will find my way back to the light. And if I decide that I'm out of options, that generally tends to be what I find as well. It, well, no way to take that and apply that to business. Huh? No, not, not <laughs> sales, 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 none of that. that. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah I would say a big part of it for me is living in possibility. If I could kind of, you know, make that concise. Well, I, I like, I like that uh, uh, living in possibility uh, Well, and seeing, you know, when we ask this question, like, like, like why not instead of why? Sure. And, and uh, you know, we talk about a lot on our show about um, the impossible and it's mm. only impossible because we haven't figured out a way to do it. Well, I'm just struck by how easy it is and how many people figuratively have broken their leg on the side of the mountain and have just decided to lay there and die. Yeah. Sure. And, and it's like we give up and then complain, well, somebody needed to rescue me. Mm. And like, well, in, in, in my life, I feel like from all the, the great teachers and, and sages and great authors, they generally all point to the same thing. And that's that I am and the driver's seat of my life. And that if I'm in a situation that I wanna change, guess whose role it is to change it? It's mine. I, I, love, I love that. And I, I, I use, I'm not an addict, but I use a lot of the mantras that come from the addict world. And they, they say, you know, you can do anything you want to, you just have to want to do it. Um, and uh, I mean, that's exactly what you're saying is, you know, you're in control of this and it's, it's a choice. Uh, failure, if failure is not an option, isn't just a mantra. That's a, that's a creed to live by. Well, and it's, it's when my autobiography comes out, it talks about the I am rather than the I am not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Moment you're choosing to be somebody. I, sure. I love that. We don't see the world as it is. You see the world as we are. Wow. That, that, that's plenty to chew on there. Yeah. I mean, and, and life is so about choices, right? There's a fork in the road everywhere we go. Absolutely. And we can go the left or we can go right. Um, some of us just keep going and barrel down the middle and, and crash, right? Um, Run and, over people. And, you know, and some of us get to the end of the, end of the road and, and put it in park and, and sit there. And, and some people like what Yogi Berra said, you know, you, you got to know where you want to go or you may end up somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, there's so much to be, be, be said by that. So how long did it take you to get back this? We're talking about, holy crap, how they do that. How long did it take you to get back on the rock? I don't know that I'd ever get back off. Like, yeah, thanks I, I know I broke my foot as a kid jumping off the top of the high school I went to. 
I have never jumped it off was, the top it was of that twelve story building. Yeah, <laughs> I have never jumped off another mm -hmm. high school since then. So sure. I, I can't imagine rock climbing after that. But well, this is a part of the story I love to tell very much. Um, after getting my cast on, only about a month later, I was back on the rock with a cast on my leg. <laughs> of course, <And> you were. <laughs> well. And let me explain that just a little bit. You know, most people's reaction is, well, that's just lunacy and putting yourself in danger again. The situation was not that at all. I was doing stuff that I climbed when I was a child, when I was eight years old. And it was just for the feeling of being back on the rock because I knew that if I let this experience, this harrowing experience scare me, it could very well take away probably the number one thing I love most in life. Which is which is rock climbing. So I knew I needed to get back on the horse. So basically, he was climbing rocks that you and I wouldn't dare to climb still, because he was doing this when he was eight or ten years old. Given my fear of heights, I think that if that rock's over two foot tall, tall, I think you're in good shape. But no, I I love that that you you recognized what you love in life. You understood enough about yourself and saying. I can't let this stop me. Well, and, and I, I'm assuming, Craig, that, that when you were doing this and you're, you're, you're climbing these small mountains, if you will, um, and you realize you're at your limit, you just kind of maintain a little bit until you're a little bit more ready and then press on from there, right? I mean, sure. I mean that's what we're supposed to do, right? I mean, what a, what a great what a great life inspiring life lesson there well the whole life lesson about rock climbing because with ropes because you have to reach up you can't reach further than you know and then put the anchor in right isn't that how it's done that's that's exactly right and the recovery process was very much that it was despite this temporary handicap what can i still do Instead of waiting until I'm completely healed, and then I got to overcome my fears, and then I'm going to go back. Well, maybe I should just play it safe. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, it, imagine what it'd be like if Alexander Graham Bell gave up after the first failure, or Thomas Edison, or George Washington, or Elon Musk. Or, or, yeah, I mean, or, yeah, fill in the blank. There's just so many Steve examples. Fired from Apple, <laughs> you know. <clears throat> So, I mean, it's just, it, that, it's great. What an inspiring story. Um, what, what an amazing life lesson. And talk about, holy crap, how they do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, you've heard it's all, it's, it's a mindset, but it's more than that. It's that, because that mindset's coming from deep inside your soul. And being able to tap that and recognize this is what I love the most. I love to rock climb and understanding why you like to climb rocks like that. Um, and, and I imagine it's because of the exhilaration, right? Well, uh, I'm reminded of Joseph Campbell in this moment. He said, follow your bliss. And I realized a long time ago, that's one of my blisses in life. And then everything seems to fall in place when I, I can take time to do those things that really fire me up, for sure. What is, what is the highest moment of bliss when you're climbing? Oh, um, for not a lot falling? of people. Oh, that was for him? Oh, I... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, not falling is good. 
Um, obviously, getting to the top is extremely exhilarating, but really for me, now that you ask, the journey, uh, being about halfway up, seeing this view of the valley that you're in and this incredible bird's eye view of the world from above and just taking in this incredible thing I've said yes to and that I'm, I'm in the midst of it. That's, that's my favorite part. Yeah. That's, that's so cool because most people are all about the, 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 uh, the destination getting there, but they, they miss the point about the journey. And, uh, even in life, a lot of people do this as, oh, when I, when I make it, well, by the time you made it, you know, it's kind of like, I, I like to read There's no time to enjoy it, yeah. read good biographies and that. And when I get into a really good book, there's part of me that says, I can't wait to get to the finish. But just as soon as I get to the finish, there's, there's kind of a grief that comes over me because it's like, oh no, the journey's done. I wish there were three more chapters. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, 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 and I think that's, uh, it's kind of like saving for a rainy day. Like, like you can't say, if you save everything for a rainy day and you, you die before it rains, <laughs> you missed. And, and there's so much more to life than, than that rainy day. You have to find a nice balance there. Absolutely. And uh, so, uh, Craig, this has been great. We hope you uh, stay safe up there um, on the rocks. And, uh, you know, make sure you paint dock and co- No, you're not supposed to paint the rocks. <laughs> yeah. All right. Maybe hang a flag, our dock in the cop. We'll have to get you a flag you can plant at the top of El Capitan or something. I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of that, I do want to mention that uh, after the accident, one year following, my cousin and I did go to California and we reached the summit of El Capitan after the accident. The closest I've had to um, surviving El Capitan was that's the last episode or the last version of uh, the window or the Apple operating system. That's as far as I'm going to get. We could so Big it. Sur, I don't even know what Big Sur is, but I'm mastering Big Sur right now. So that's it. That's it. Until they come out with a new operating system. Well, new we're going to have Craig on another episode. Absolutely. So thanks for now. And uh, tune in the next time we talk with Craig. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. You can engage with us all over social media. Be sure to like, follow, share, or subscribe wherever you're tuned in. And don't forget to leave a review. Until next time, think bigger, reach higher, and do what you never thought possible.